0: everybody. Welcome to iPop, where we help you with your life, liberty, and the pursuit of your happiness. I'm your host, Jen Wardeman, and this month is Women's History Month. So excited for Women's History Month. I just love to educate, empower, enlighten, and inspire women to go higher, dream bigger, and do what seems impossible. Now, this month, I had the pleasure of having a wonderful conversation with this awesome woman. Her name is Miss Sherry Sims. She is the founder and CEO of Black Career Woman Network, and I tell you, she is a breath of fresh air and a wealth of information. She just really um, in, enlightened me about her journey and how she got to be in purpose. On purpose, and what that looks like, and encouraged and gave me some encouraging tips to kind of share with women about their journey and their walk in life. And we talked about something so interesting that you'll hear in a few. We talked about how entrepreneurship is not for everyone, and I think that's huge because a lot of the times we all want to work for ourselves, but there is nothing wrong with climbing the corporate ladder. Someone has to be a CEO, someone has to be the director of HR, right? These things are still necessary. For other people to succeed right in life. So take a listen as you hear my conversation with Miss Sherry Sims, founder and CEO of Black Career Women's Network. Sherry, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be a guest on your podcast. Hello, everyone.
2: Yes, we're so
1: excited that Sherry's able to tune in with us all the way from Chicago. Oh, so. I'm in
2: Cincinnati, you guys. Oh, Cincinnati. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, girl. I got my themes mixed up. Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati. So, Sherry, so so America can know more about you. Just tell us a little bit about who you are, your background, where you were before you started Black Career Women's Network.
1: Oh, sure. Well, I am originally from Oklahoma City. So, go Thunder! Yes. Woo-hoo! <laughs> And of course, my sooners, of course, as well. But, uh, hometown, born and raised, and, um, I live in Cincinnati, Ohio now. My background, um, was in human resources. My function I was responsible for was corporate recruitment. I did that for a very long time and was also an HR generalist. So, um, when it comes to hiring um, people, I know that like the back of my hand in terms of, you know, whatever, you know, everything from A to Z when it comes to to hiring candidates. So did that for a very long time, um, and then I got to a place in my career where I started to experience burnout, and so I really mm. was desiring to do something different, didn't know what that looked like, just knew that I was ready to discover something else that was a little bit more meaningful, should I say, in a different yeah. way. Not that I didn't get any gratification um, or, uh, you know, satisfaction from hiring people because people need to work, right? That's how we pay our bills. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I definitely was looking for something that was um, a tad bit more in depth for me, something that fit more of um, where I was in my my space um, at the time in my life. So um, that's really where it came from. Um, creating the network really came out of the place of me looking to um, – Wanting to go to the next level, pretty much, mm, and okay, not find it. a mentor. Yeah, I couldn't find a mentor um, like myself to do that. And I was living in Birmingham, Alabama at the time, which, for those of you know, it's of course that's the south, mm-hmm. African American, you know, city. I'm thinking I could find at least one African-American woman who looked like me wow. that, would want, that would want to take interest in mentoring me, and I couldn't find someone. So I decided to, uh, you know, you know how we do as, as black women, we resort Absolutely. To let uh, me ask you
2: this. So let me ask you this. So let me jump in here because you, you said a lot, and I think so it's really good, America, that we understand who she is and where she comes yeah. from. And so Black Career Women's Network came out of a desire and a passion to fill a void. And what I – you said two key things that I think are huge that I kind of just want to talk about a little bit more. You Mm -hmm. you said that you reached the point of burnout. You got to the point where you felt that you were burnt out, thus tired, and I would also say you felt like there was more for you, right, that you could do more and you felt that there was something more for you to do or greater in your purpose, I would say. And then you also talked about – Sadly enough, mentorship and how you couldn't find a mentor. And let me tell you, America, it is so important no matter where you are in your path of life, whether professionally, personally, or spiritually, it is so important to have a mentor. So first let's address this thing called burnout girl. We all have been <laughs> there, right? So what oh, yes. wh- wh- what happened to you? Like did you have a moment where you just said enough is enough and I'm just? You gonna know do what? I, I
1: did. I did have a moment, and let me tell you how it happened. I had relocated to Cincinnati and I would accepted this position. Of course, it was back in HR. I was in my position day three. Day three on the job, I'm sitting at my desk, and I sat there, and I, for the first time, did not have any joy in doing this work anymore. And I sat there and I said, there has got to be – I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I said, there has – there's got to be something else different than I can do. Yes, Lord. And I'm I'm three days into this brand-new job that I just relocated here and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, there's got to be something else. So, of course, because I'm I'm new – I mean, you know, I I just relocated, so I go on. I'm doing the work. You know, I'm going on. And probably about a year to the job, you know, I – Working 12, 15-hour days, I said, "That's enough. I just, I can't do this anymore." And um, I happened to be already volunteering for a nonprofit organization and doing some job readiness, like you know, you know, uh, oops, I doing mock interviews, things like that. And mm-hmm. then um, I happen to, I always would typically when I would go and interview, I mean, when I would go and do the volunteer, I would do it and, and leave immediately, and get back to work. You know, and this okay. time, this last time I went, and I stayed a couple of minutes afterwards to talk to some of the the um, employees. We just having some light conversation, and come to find out, one of the manager, I mean, one of the uh, coaches was leaving and, and uh, moving out of state, and they were moving, actually moving to Birmingham, which is where I moved from. So that's kind of how the how. To, oh my God, I moved here from there, and they were like, we're going back, and <laughs> and so I found out that the position was open, so I submitted my resume. And my cover letter to the to the president interviewed and got the job. So wow. I was really excited about that because, one, it was taking me to a place where now I can help prepare people for interviews. I can teach them how to, um, you know, get the job, but just keep the keep the job as well and all of this. And I said, oh, my God, this knowledge would be so great. And not realizing that, okay, you're going from corporate America, Sherry, to a nonprofit, not thinking there was going to be this, this difference in my income. So when they paid me the mm. offer and told me how much it was, mm. I got hung up the phone. <laughs> <In their face. laughs> I know you did. So
2: wait a minute, sir. Me, that Girl, that's funny. And that's, <laughs> that is so true because a lot of people don't realize that, right? The first thing we do when we think about doing something meaningful, a lot of people say, i got to get into the nonprofit sector. And they do not realize the financial difference between the corporate sector no, and the no. nonprofit sector. And not I Jen. sure
1: did not. I did not know, then. <laughs> I swear. And, and, and it was so funny because I wasn't looking to get into nonprofits. It just happened to be, and I think it was, divide, I really call it divine intervention because I met this lady at a job fair I wasn't supposed to work. The lady that was supposed to work the job fair called in, so I I covered for her, and that's how the lady and I, the nonprofit, met, and I started volunteering for the organization. And so, you know, I wasn't even thinking about um, the opportunity to go work for them. I thought about it when she first told me about the organization. I thought I would just volunteer. Um, But the reason why I took the job, yes, I was burnt out from what I was currently doing, but I saw I was looking at a bigger picture for myself in terms of Mm -hmm. what I can do differently, how I can use my skill sets and my knowledge in a different way. So I accepted this role not because of the money, but because of what I could gain from um, giving back to um, the people who came through this um, this class, this, you know, the organization. But mm-hmm. not only that, I discovered things about me and my skill sets, public speaking, facilitating, being able to create programs, all these things about myself I never had the opportunity to utilize in the HR um, industry. Right.
2: Now, listen, you said something – You said something very interesting that I kind of just want to talk to you quickly. And then I want to go into how Black Career Women's Network got started. And because I know it started as a LinkedIn group and then it kind of goes from there. You said something that's huge, Sherry. You took a position not for the money. And it's not, it's not often that people do that because people are afraid that I need to have the dollar. But I tell people a lot of the time, If you take a job for the knowledge and the experience, it will get you where you need to be in the long run. So how did you feel when you knew you were making this huge transition from making, you know, a ton of money to now doing something that was a little bit more meaningful but not as yet fulfilling from a financial perspective? How did that feel?
1: Well, I'm a risk taker. So at first, I wasn't scared. At first, I thought... (laughs) You know, I looked at my I looked at my bank account at first, and I said, okay, I can do this. You know, I'm a single parent. My daughter at the time was had just started um, being a freshman in high school, and I thought I could do this. I could do it, no problem. We can manage it. We may have to kind of you know cut down on a couple of things, but we can do it. So I, you know, I I did it. I just kind of jumped in with both feet, and it was a, it was the best thing I could have done. But again, the main thing was I had a bigger picture of where I wanted to go, and I think that's where people get caught. And I just had this conversation with of uh, with one of my clients that you have to look beyond um where you are now and where this role can take you. So it's like a taking two steps back financially to take two steps forward eventually, um in the long run. And that's how I saw it. Um I went in with an intention and a specific goal in mind which which was to um you know to hone in and develop my skill sets in another area where I felt like um I I did have some natural talent. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Yeah, so I, you know, you have to kind of know yourself, and and then not be afraid to trust your instinct and and discover other things about yourself, and be able to develop those other hidden talents that you have that you haven't been able to use before. Absolutely. So for me, it was a no-brainer. It was like stay stuck where you are, or take a chance and move forward, and that's what I did.
2: Absolutely. So now let's talk about Black Career Women's Network. So. You. what made you say, this is the niche, this is the business that I need to start?
1: Well, it was during the time I was working at the nonprofit. And what happened was I had changed my, you know how you go into your LinkedIn page and you update your title. You know, you get a new job, you just update your stuff on LinkedIn. And that's Mm -hmm. what I did. I updated my information to the new role. And um, I would probably say maybe a couple of months after that, I started getting women, black women specifically, emailing me asking me for interview advice, um, asking me about situational things that were happening at work, and this was happening frequently. And so I was Mm -hmm. on the phone one night with my friend, like I am now, curled up on the bed talking, (laughs) and I said to her, you know what? I said, I've been having quite a few black women email me or, or call me and asking me for, like, you know, interviewing advice or this is going on at work and You know, what can I, what should I do about it? And I've been talking to them and emailing them, but I'm like, why are they calling me? I'm nobody, you know? (laughs) And I was like, I'm not anybody. And and then she said, well, Sherry, um, I don't think you realize what you've done. I said, well, can you explain it to me, sister, because I don't know.
2: (laughs) And she said,
1: "Um, you positioned yourself as an expert and didn't even know it. And I'm like, well, how? And she said, "Well, you you were in HR for all these years. Now you're doing this coaching for this nonprofit, and it happens to be job readiness. And so people look at that as as an expert. And I said, well, 'Well, I'm not an expert, but I do have a lot of knowledge when it comes to what it takes to hire someone and and then give them, you know share them the skill sets of what it takes to stay in terms of, you know, being able to adapt to the corporate environment with the hidden workplace rules or all those inside things. Right. And she." said, yeah, you, 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 that's what you does. So I still, it didn't even register. Jenna still went over wow. my head.
2: <laughs> but you know what, Sherry, that's amazing that you positioned yourself, oh my goodness, like you, I would say you repositioned yourself and didn't even know it. Didn't, didn't even didn't know even, it. Didn't even didn't realize the door no. that you had opened and now you have this phenomenal Black Career Women's Network. You're the founder and the CEO. You have you have a wealth of experience. 12 years in human resources, corporate recruiter. Now you're moving into a nonprofit and people are reaching out to you and now you are an expert in your field and then when do you say, "Aha, I need to do this?"
1: Well, I got this I got a one email for through LinkedIn from a woman who was having a situation at work. And so we I called her and we were having a conversation about it and she was giving me the kind of the whole history about everything and as she was sharing the information with me and the details of what was mm-hmm. transpiring up to this point, I started to have a flashback. And um not that any of the other conversations I've had with other women were not similar, but this one in particular really kinda of hit me hard in my chest because it happened to me. And mm. what I told, what I told her was that I'm a Tell you something, and it's probably going to scare you, but do not let it, not let it scare you because it scared me. And I, I said, mm. it's the one thing. I don't regret it now, but I should have done something about it. And I said, you need to file an EEO against mm. this, your company because you do have a case. So I told her, I said, this happened to me, and I was too afraid to to, to to file because I was, you know, scared about what could happen, what would happen to my reputation, what you know, would I be blackballed, all the whole, you know. And she did it she done it, and wow. uh, two months later, she won. She called me and told me that she won. Really? And she called to thank me for it. And, and that was the moment when I realized that I enjoyed helping black women in the mm. workplace. And not only that, what I didn't realize was that they were helping me. Because at that point, it, it, it clicked into my head that, oh, my God, all the struggles that I've had throughout the past, I've had good managers, horrible ones. Ups and downs, highs, lows, and I said, I was not by myself. This whole entire time there were women out there like me experiencing these same exact situations in different places, and I didn't even know that the whole entire time I was never alone because I think what happens is we feel like we're on this lonely island and we're going through this stuff by ourselves and we have one yes. to talk to yes. or we have nobody to relate to because the ones who do not look like us are not experiencing the same things, and sure. that's when the light bulb went off, and I said, you know what? I'm getting ready to help black women specifically. That's and um, that's when I sat down and said, okay, what does this look like? I don't know now. <laughs> right, And so
2: now at this point, you, you, so you arrived at the place where you needed to start building and you needed to begin to create something. Right.
1: So I thought, okay. I, mean, I was like, well, okay, so now I want to help black women, but how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? I didn't know what that meant. And then I said, wait a minute. And that's when I thought about my LinkedIn group. And now, One thing I haven't shared yet was that the LinkedIn group, I created that LinkedIn group in 2008 when I lived in Birmingham, okay? Now we are fast-forwarding to, and I ignored it the whole time, okay, because nobody was joining, so I just forgot about it. Now we're fast-forwarding because now it is 2012, and I'm thinking about, you know, how am I going to start helping black women specifically? And something told me to go in and look at my LinkedIn group. I had like 200 and something uh, people waiting to get into the group.
2: And you didn't even realize
1: it. Didn't even realize it. all this was in the last since I started this nonprofit job. <laughs> didn't even know. Right, that's
2: amazing.
1: And so that's when I thats when I said, you know what, I'm going to call the organization Black Career Network, and and I just kind of started to educate, you know, going to classes and kind of figure out how do you start a, you know, how do you start an organization, how you, you know, right. how you, all the other good stuff.
2: But so that's, then how it that. that's how it started.
1: That's how it started.
2: So then, let me ask you this. Okay, so you started the career network, and you you looked at your LinkedIn group, realized, wow, I have 200 women waiting to join this group. Now, let me we talked something uh, about something briefly offline um, that I wanted to kind of get into briefly on the call. That entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, and everybody doesn't and shouldn't need to take that leap. Can you just talk about that briefly?
1: Yes, because I think also the reason why I'm glad you brought this up, because I know I was faced with that decision as well for myself. You know, I, I was, you know, entrepreneurship was never on the radar for me. I was absolutely just fine, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. Didn't have a problem with that. Um, just really wanted to find out how could I navigate through these challenges and things a lot better, um, so I can, you know, break my own glass ceiling. And mm-hmm. um, You know, through the discovery of of this journey that I'm on now, of course, entrepreneurship is part of that. But the one thing I've learned that it's not for everyone. And I think what happens is because, of course, black women are, you know, through statistics, we are uh, the number one group of women who are starting businesses at a higher rate. And I think part of that is because of what we do experience in the workplace and we're looking for that freedom to be able to be who we are and, you know, kind of have the flexibility, all the things that come along with that. But the challenges with entrepreneurship, just like with being in corporate America, is that, you know, it, it, you're doing everything, and it's a lot of work. It's 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 24-7. It's not 9 to 5. It's not Monday through Friday. It is seven days a week, 24-7, and you're, it does take a lot of sacrifice from you and your family in order for you to grow that business, and mm-hmm. it, it's kind of in the same way, sometimes with corporate America takes a lot out of you too. But you're getting that paycheck every two weeks or once a month or however your organization pays. You're getting that guaranteed check. Where if you don't, if you're not, you know, hustling for your business, you don't eat. You don't, pay the, you know, you don't pay the mortgage. You don't pay the light bill. So it's a it's a different type of grind, and it takes a different type of skill set when you are an entrepreneur versus in corporate America. And, I, you know, I think I want women who are listening to this podcast to know that, you know, do not feel like you have to be this 9-to-5 and have a side hustle too. It's okay for you to be to want to aspire to uh, continue your career profession in, um, you know, the traditional way in corporate America. Because at the end of the day, this is how I see it. When you go to the gas station and pump your gas, you go in, you give your debit card and your money to the attendant to pay for your gas. Guess what? That's a task that we need somebody to do for us, right? That's so, true. you know, not everybody can be an entrepreneur and do these tasks. So all of these roles that we have in different organizations are still important roles for us to be able to sustain to, to what we do in our everyday lives. And so, and, and so I think women tend to feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough or maybe I should become an entrepreneur because they think it's the thing to do, not knowing mm-hmm. that the role they have is just as valuable and as needed as any other role as well.
2: Sherry, that was phenomenal. I mean, you are a wealth of inspiration and information. And uh, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, to, um, exp- um, to educate us more the Black Career Women's Network. Sherry, where can people find you if they have questions? And can you just talk quickly um, about the services you offer and how they can get in contact with you?
1: Sure. The website you can go to is bcwnetwork.com. And we also are on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We have a uh, Facebook group, private Facebook group. And you can find us at facebook.com at bcwnetwork, same same handle. Mm-hmm. And then right. we, what we're doing is that we are in the process of redesigning our website. We're so excited about that. It was forced, though, because, you know, our, our host provider crashed our website so we to start from scratch, which was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> so <laughs> now we are going to be offering courses. We do have a podcast that you can find on iTunes, which is called Real Career Talk. And we also have a live Real Career Talk call that we do. Um, we change it to once a month on the first Tuesday of the month at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we also have a library of webcasts called Career Conversations. And we those Career Conversation webcasts, you can find them on YouTube or on our website. And those are just topics that we talk to with special guests. And it's really all about um, things that impact us as black women in the workplace you know when it comes to like you know how do we handle microaggressions you know um how do you navigate office politics uh, things that that are important for us to be able to um excel in the workplace and um to continue to achieve our career goals
2: awesome sherry thank you so much for taking this time to with us today on ipop i'm so glad um that you were able and available to share with us america we are so glad to have miss sherry sims with us ceo and founder of black career women's network out of cincinnati sherry thank you so much we will stay in contact um and continue to be a success
0: and inspire black women across america and the world
1: thank you so much for having me this is awesome
0: amazing, simply amazing. Sherry Sims, founder and CEO of Black Career Women's Network. I told you she had a wealth of information to give us, to inspire us and encourage us. And ladies, listen, check her out. She can help you if you have career questions or just you're kind of unsure where you want to go or what you want to do. Please reach out to Miss Sherry Sims, Black Women's career network you can find her on facebook you can find her on instagram and she again is a resource a very valuable resource in today's society listen america here at IPop, we help you with your life liberty and the pursuit of your happiness i want to see you go higher i want to see you succeed and i want you to dream bigger in 2017 because anything that seems impossible is possible until next time i'm jim waterman peace